Hey, this is Hunter Thompson, the host of the Cashflow Connections Real Estate Podcast and managing principal of ASIM Capital, and you're tuned into Dream Chasers, interviews with the future. Right, so KPI is a, it stands for Key Performance Indicator. And the idea is when you have a business, you're going to have a lot of data flowing out of your business. And a lot of people don't even bother like following all that data because there's just so much happening and to track it is hard. And some people used to start tracking it, but there's still so much coming your way. How do you make decisions? What do you use in making decisions? And now a word from our sponsor, High Rise Capital. High Rise Capital is a boutique commercial real estate investment firm that helps high income professionals, high net worth individuals, and family offices obtain above average returns with reduced volatility and tax efficiency from high quality commercial real estate investments. High Rise Capital helps clients achieve meaningful investment returns, generate multiple streams of income, and participate in investments that enhance lives and provide a tangible societal benefit. To learn more about High Rise Capital, please visit their website and download their free ebook more doors, more profits, both of which you can find in the show notes. Thank you. Hey guys, this is Adam Carswell, and today I am joined by David Pryl. David is the co-founder of YDLP. He was born and raised in Bergenfield, New Jersey, went to Yeshiva University in New York, Got a bachelor's in computer science. I didn't know that. And I thought that's pretty interesting, especially the way he's kind of shifted his uh, his career now. Um, he now lives in Givat Zev, Israel. David, thank you so much for coming on the show. This one's been definitely one in the making. Uh, any opening remarks for our listeners today? No, I'm just glad to be here. I've, I've been following your show for a while and uh, it's a privilege to be here. Yeah, you, you made me laugh before we hit record. You said... Um, you know, now you can say that I had Grant Cardone on the show. So who's who's up next? It's David, David Pryle. So, uh, but you guys are, I mean, I would definitely put them right next to each other, especially based on the direction of this conversation today. We'll get to it here in a second, guys, but ton of value coming your way. Uh, but really first, David and I first connected on LinkedIn. I want to say like, you know, anywhere from two to three years ago, um, I was following his stuff. There's certain people in the sector that for whatever reason, I don't know, they just stand out and um, you know, David, we talked about, you know, having your name spelled your way instead of David. And that might have been what stood out to me. But, um, you know, you were just consistent with your posting. I was like, he's sophisticated. He knows what he's talking about. He's, um, you know, doing big things. And so I've, I've been following him and then uh, recently hopped in one of your webinars and you just continue to, I think, really be consistent with your messaging to your network. And then pro I'm assuming also your investor base, too, from what I've seen, you know, from the third person view. So, um Anyways, any uh, any other fill in the blank thoughts coming to your mind here before we go deeper? No, let's let's, let's, let's jump into this. Okay, all right, I love it. So um, here we go, guys. We are now going to step into the next level chamber. The topic of today's discussion is how KPIs can change everything. Yes, that's how KPIs can change everything. We might need to take a step back here. I know anyone who caught the caught the subject line or is kind of running in the same circle as us, David, they know what a KPI is. But let's you know, let's just take it back a step. Could you please uh, describe to our listeners what the heck is a KPI? Right. So KPI is a it stands for Key Performance Indicator. Um, the idea is when you have a, a business or you're, you're going to have a lot of data flowing out of your business 
And a lot of people don't even, <clears throat> excuse me, don't even bother like following all that data because it's just so much happening and to track it is hard. And some people used to start tracking it. And the question is, is what, but there's still so much coming your way. How do you make decisions? What do you use in making decisions? So the, the KPIs are there to kind of inform you. You, you set up from the get-go, where do I want my business to grow? What do I need for it to grow? And which data coming out most accurately reflects what I'm looking to understand. So that's why they're called the key performance indicators. Um, so by focusing on those, you're able to, and then hopefully you can systematize gathering that data so you can review it daily, weekly, monthly. And that way you're constantly monitoring how you're performing in the ways that you've uh, determined are what you need for your business to grow. Yeah, perfect. Well said. And so um, the reason why we're zoning in on, on KPIs today, guys, is Delvin's got a pretty unique story. We've all kind of got, if you look back on you know your life, your business, we all kind of got that last straw moment. And so before we began today, I was like, you know, what, what was yours? Do you have any moments that you could think of where you kind of just felt like you didn't know what to do and something all of a sudden clicked and helped take YDLP to the next level? Um, and, you know, diving into his story, it was a moment where KPIs kind of changed and, and you could almost say saved everything at a time where, um, you know, they were looking for a way to get to the next level. So, David, let's go ahead and just dive into that story you were sharing and really talk about the power of, of KPIs and how it transformed your business. Yeah, and I was going to add, I really appreciate, you know, coming on to an interview and being asked what your low, low point was, really. <laughs> appreciate that. It's good stuff. You're welcome. So my, low, my, my low point. My low point was we were uh, we were coming off a distracted period, and we had been distracted by a lot of interesting stuff around us. And we were just at that point we had refocused on on the core business, which is which is raising equity from from smaller investors, ten to two hundred thousand dollars, thousand to two hundred thousand dollars a shot, into commercial and multifamily deals. And we were going to focus on that and only do that. And so we're, and and the question was the question I kept I had that I asked myself was does this business have legs? Do we have the, the ability to, to make this thing work? So we were kind of, as so we were going into the summer period, it was, uh, this was around April, May time. And we had a couple of deals in our, in our pipeline. And I said, if we can do this right, if we can have a good summer, that means that that'll show me that, that this, we can build off of this. And we went out and we raised, we raised for three deals that summer. And we raised more money in a three month period than we ever had before. It was by all metrics, it was a good, it was, uh, how much did we raise? six, $700,000 that summer, which uh, again, we were a small, just getting started operation. It was good. It was a good time for us. We had, we used the revenue from that to, to pay back. You know, we had, we, we had previously been distracted and we took on some uh, obligations. So we, we cleared all that. We put some money in our bank account. We were feeling good. Um, and it was a failure. It was an absolute failure. And after that, mm -hmm. we stopped raising for four or five months. And the reason why it's a failure was because I went into that period and said, what, what do we need to see happen in order for us to succeed, in order for this to be a success, in order to know that we're, we're growing the business? And, and revenue is, is, uh, is not a good indication necessarily of growing the business. Because what happens a lot in the world of equity raising is you have your pool of investors and when you hit them up at the right time, you can get a lot of money coming in, but then you tap them out. And I run into quite a few people who, and when I, I come to them with deals, um, or they'll even say to me, I have guys calling me up. I just to finish up a raise. I tell the guy I'm, I'm wrapping up a raise now. And the guy says to me like, oh, so now you're like all tapped out. You trained your guys. I'm like, I said, no, like we're ready for our next deal. These guys aren't putting all everything to work in one spot. We have more people with interest, you know? And, and so going back to that summer, my, my KPI, but what I was looking for to measure success there 
wasn't revenue. It was, it was new investors. I wanted to see that we had the ability to bring on new people into the platform, bring new people into investments. And what happened was, is it just didn't happen. We raised, we had, we had one raise in the beginning of the summer. We had uh, a decent amount of investors in there. We raised a good amount of money. But then as the summer went on, we raised more and more. Our, the number of investors per deal went down um, and we had nobody new the entire summer. Everyone was a repeat investor. So I came out of that summer and said, I, I, can't, I can't continue to raise like this. You know, my, my investor base is not wealthy enough for me to do this indefinitely. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not the business I want to build. I wasn't interested in building a business around 15 people. So at that point, I, I then I, I took off time and took off time from, from doing this. I was still working in the business, but I wasn't raising equity. I said, I told my partner, you know, we're, we're taking a little hiatus from, from raising here. I need to rethink this, this marketing game. I need to rethink our, our, how we're, how, I need to rethink how we're showing people the value that we provide. So as so I took a job and which I have nothing, nothing against taking jobs. I'm not one of those like, I don't believe a job is a, the salary is a thing you get paid in order to get above your dreams. I don't, I don't believe that. Hmm. So I took a job and, um, and in the course, and, and, and I had the time at that point to start really investing in my, uh, in the educational game. I produced it. I started posting a lot more heavily on LinkedIn, connecting, talking to people. Uh, I produced a, a course specifically geared towards passive investors. Um, and there's a lot of educational material around professional investors. Uh, which is great. I know you guys do a lot of that and it's, I'm, I'm, I'm in your raise masters right now and it's, I'm definitely getting great stuff. Very, very good. I'm enjoying it a lot and I'm gaining a lot from it. Um, I haven't seen a ton out there in terms of educational material for passive investors. I created a course specifically to train people to invest passively, people who are not in real estate, people who are in other professions who want to be able to take advantage of real estate in order to, you know, you know, live a good life. You know, we're all here for so, so I created the course then I, I, I learned, I invested a lot in my marketing and learning about marketing, how to do marketing and, and building relationships. And when we came back and we did our next raise in, uh, it was January, we did our next raise. We had, I hit that target of having half the investors be new people. And I've been, this is one of the few things that I'm able to really watch consistently. I have in my spreadsheet, we manage our deals right now still, this, we have a lot in proper applications, but. I have, I have a spreadsheet where I keep track of, of the deal. Every deal gets its own spreadsheet with the names of the people in it and the different amounts. And we can keep track of everything there in a single page. And one of the boxes there is, is this person a new investor or not? So we're able to see deal by deal. And then we have it translated over to another sheet year over year, how many new investors are we bringing on? And I want to see at least somewhere between 40 and 60% of my, of my investors being new investors. Now, I don't want it to be only new investors. I want to know people are reinvesting with me. If that doesn't happen, I also have a problem. Uh, but I also don't want it to just be hitting up the same people over and over again. So that's that's kind of the that's the most important number I watch at this point. Yeah, so valuable. And I think it's something that can be applied when you take a step back. Just looking at any level or layer of business, we all are probably, you know, at some point guilty of this, of figuring out, you know, how can I make more money based on what I already have? Or, you know, only fa- only focusing on that revenue number instead of realizing like, whoa, actually, hold on. The number that matters the most is, is this list. It's the investor base. How do you grow the the roots? Not, um, I'm trying to think of a good metaphor here, but not how do you make the grass look nice? How do you make sure that the roots are nice and strong first? So um, very, you know, very compelling story. I think something, you know, we, we've probably heard this narrative before, but it always just helps to hear it again. Is there any other KPIs that, you know, aside from growing the investor 
base um, or, or the number of invest, new investors, I should say, um, that you found really helpful to pay attention to? It's a great question, right? Because KPIs, you do want to usually have a couple and you don't have too many of them because you know, things stop being key if you have like 30. But um, the other things I'm starting to focus on now and I haven't quantified it yet, but I'm starting to focus on, on initial meetings, how many new meetings I'm getting, how many new leads I'm getting. The KPIs are going to be focused on two things. We focus on activity. I can't stress enough because at the end of the day, we can't control um, directly how many new leads we get. We can control the activities we take. Mm. So I'm, I'm still, this I haven't finished sorting out exactly details, but we're going to have KPIs built around the activities we do on a daily, daily basis. And then there's also, are those producing results in terms of new leads coming in and, and having initial meetings. So that's what I want to track. I'm not fully tracking it yet. I'm still building this thing out, but yeah. Yeah, no, I love that. I love the idea of focusing on the activity piece because that is the one piece that you can control. I'm thinking, you know, someone I spoke to recently, they're like, you know, I want to be on, uh, you know, a hundred podcasts, you know, episodes this year. Obviously their, their main goal is not just to be on the shows. It's either to, you know, raise equity or whatever. And then, um, yeah, I mean, you focus on what you can do. Another thing where I just think, you know, everyone take this as a reminder to focus on the calls you're making, as we just said, maybe podcast appearances, how many chapters to your educational course you're going to create, <laughs> things like that. Um, and I think that's actually one powerful thing too that you, you touched on there, but maybe not directly, is you made a pretty significant shift towards educating um, your circle, which once you make that shift from, uh, what's the phrase I heard? kind of from growth to contribution, once you become a teacher, once you start, you know, adding value and expecting nothing in return and just trying to help bring others up around you. Um, I don't know how it's like, you know, it's the universe, it's God, it's magic, whatever it, you attract it to you. And so it sounds like in putting out that content, you, I mean, talk, kind of talk about some of the results you saw from people coming through once you started uh, giving back. Uh, yeah, no, it, it, it's been amazing. Um, it's really been it's. I guess we'll say with the course, actually, if that's okay. Yeah, so the course actually had, no, the course actually didn't do. I'll, I'll, the course was not. What I, I really used the course as a. I may be shifting how I use it, and but at the time it was really, it was a promotional piece. Um, I gave it away a lot to a lot of different people in order to build build buzz. In order to, I had I had. And a lot of people go through the course and some people finish it and people didn't finish it. It definitely needs to be redone. This was one of my first pieces of, of real content. I, I, just, I just want to highlight that you still did it. <laughs> you still built a, no, like I you it. have I a course. It. I don't, I don't I have a course it. yet. <laughs> like you're. I did it. <laughs> so. it, it needs work. It needs a lot. It needs some updated. It needs some work. And I need to find a couple hours to do it in, but I did it. Yeah, I did it. I put it up there and, um, and yeah, that's fine. Just that. Yeah. It doesn't matter. So yeah. And it was good. It was good. It was good. It gave me, it's on my website. People see it's there. Um, I was able to repurpose some of it. I use it in other contexts. And, and I think it, look, I think it provides a ton of value. Of course, itself, the people who have taken it, um, there's a lot of value in there in terms of really condensing the ideas. And it, it, it speaks to my brand. I didn't even realize what I was doing at the time. Because um, I've been kind of, this has been, like, whatever, anybody who starts off in business, not knowing what they're doing, it's a, it's a fascinating journey in self-discovery. And, and so that point, I didn't even know what my brand was, but as I've been developing my brand and realizing it, what I see would really, what I provide and what people connect with is, is this condensed knowledge. It's, I'm able to take a lot of information, pack it in and just give a lot of condensed value. 
Um, so, and, and I have certain sections there that are just, I have a guy on my team now and, and I made him go through the course because that's how one of the ways I trained him. Nice. And, and he told me he's just, when he had some extra time, he was like going through a certain section again, because it was just this like half an hour section where I just go through all the key terminology in, that you're going to see in, in real estate. And it just pulls it all together, explains it all very concisely and clearly. And so that's kind of how I use the course until now. And, and it's, it's been very helpful and it, it needs, it, it's, an, it's an old piece of content. It needs to be renewed, but uh, yeah, now, now I'm actually focusing a little more on the podcast. Yeah. 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 I mean, you've got a lot of big things on the horizon and, and one thing that you, you lightly mentioned there, and I don't know how I forgot to mention this at the beginning <laughs> of the interview, uh, but you, you know, you're a member of Raise Masters, which is the, the mastermind that Hunter Thompson um, and, you know, I could say me, <laughs> we both run it. Hunter's definitely the, the real brain power behind it. Um, I'm, I'm connecting all the dots. But, I mean, I guess just some feedback, some key takeaways, because we do have, um, you know, room for a handful of new members based on what our capacity is right now. And so someone who might be interested in becoming a member of Raise Masters could very well be watching or listening to this interview right now. So I guess, uh, you know, kind of, I'm getting into marketing mode here, but kind of just share with our audience, like, you know, how you've found it valuable, um, you know, already and what, do I use the word why? I guess, yeah, why someone should consider um, joining the group. Yeah, so um, we, we, had, we had only the first session so far and I found, I wasn't sure what to expect. Uh, I wasn't sure what to expect. Um, and the amount of, a lot of times you go to these sessions and you feel like, yeah, you heard it before. They organized it nicely and maybe they formulated the ideas, you know, in a little bit of a clearer way. I mean, I came out of there with stuff that I maybe would have thought of in a few years time from now. Like this is stuff I would not have been doing. It's not like they just reformulated. This was a lot of information. I, I felt like this is the kind of presentation I would want to give. That's what mm -hmm. I felt about this. It was, it was just a ton of information packed into an hour, more than I can act on today I mean, a lot of the some stuff is like i told my partner like we're doing this right now we're starting this this is actionable it packs a ton of value we're doing this right now that's the ddq and we're gonna, then there's other pieces there that like yeah we got to do it some of the stuff i was doing already um and some of the stuff like i wouldn't have thought of and now like okay we're going to put it in our pipeline somewhere in the next year we're going to implement these things as we build out our processes so yeah definitely a ton of value came out of that session and uh I'm curious to see how you're going to follow up with that one. <laughs> I was just saying, yeah, I mean, hey, thanks, thanks, for the, thanks for the testimonial. And I'm sure other Raise Masters um, <clears throat> are going to start popping up on Dream Chasers too. It's just kind of the nature of how everything flows. So, but yeah, happy to have you, um, you know, really in our, what I would consider our inner circle. And, you know, we're, we're, on, a, we're on a journey. I was going to say to the moon, but, you know, we want to shoot further than the moon. What's the phrase? <laughs> shoot for the stars and you land on the moon or aim for the moon and you land among the stars. Anyways, that's... that's <laughs> That's us over at Raise Masters, a really, really high quality group. And um, just, yeah, it's good stuff. So um, if you want to know more about that, by the way, you can you can schedule a call with me at raisemasters.com. Back to David, though, and the KPIs. I mean, so many key takeaways from this conversation. Um, for me, I really, I mean, you know, like I said, you got to hear it a few times just to have it bounce back at you and zoning in <clears throat> on the numbers that you can take action on. That was just, for me, that's probably one of the biggest things you shared. So I know I'm going to be reevaluating a lot of things that I'm working on personally. Um, to close it out, let's talk about anyone listening or watching this interview that, you know, could potentially be a client of yours. Someone who's like, man, I like the way David's thinking, working. 
how do I, you know, how do I go through his course? How do I work with him? Let's, um, you know, let's, let's build you up a little bit here. All right. So the starting place is the website, ydlpinvestments.com. There we have um, links to the, you can sign up for the webinar and notifications there. There's a link to the course there. Uh, we have the podcast there. Um, the podcast, I think, is a great way to just kind of, if you want to hear more or learn more, it, it's, it's a micro podcast. I put out, I put out three episodes a week. That's the goal is three episodes a week, each one four to seven minutes. The idea is to, I call them thoughts. Each one of them is a, is a self-contained idea um, to help uh, to, to get you on track for, for, for what I call building wealth. Um, I have a, <clears throat> I have a nine point plan for building wealth. It's a whole process, not a process. It's, it's a, just, it's a lifelong endeavor. And uh, the, the bulk of the material is going to focus, ultimately going to focus on, you know, the practical side of stuff, learning about money and finance and investing and all that. Uh, but right now we're going through a section, which I call, you, you'd love this. It's called level up. It's all about, uh, <laughs> it's all about how to, how to take skills and just use it. And, and just, it's all about having the more skills you have and the more, you know, how to do the more opportunities you can realize and the more opportunities you can, you can capitalize on and the more you can help people. So we're doing a series on that where each episode is, is been five, six, seven minutes, all about one particular skill, what, what you can do with it, how you can acquire it. And, uh, you know, you can do it in like a five, you go out for a five minute walk, you can pick it up. Fantastic. So that's a Fantastic. great way to know us. And then if you want to invest, you got to have you set a meeting and we start talking about it because it has to yeah. make sense. There you go, guys. Let's, let's get his KPIs up. Go schedule a meeting <laughs> with David. Um, you said ydlpinvestments.com? Yep. There you go, guys. We'll definitely have a link to that in the show notes and go check it out now. Um, all right. So here we are coming, coming up on the finish line, David. And, um, you know, I kind of, we had some jokes before the call with this one because you're like, I've never, I've actually never done a shout out before. <laughs> so, um, you know, the big, the big moment, the big question here is, or it's more of a statement. Could you give a shout out to somebody that you've never given a shout out to before? Oh, well, that's easy enough. It's nobody, but if I have to shout out to anybody, it'd be, it'd be my wife and kids. I mean, you, you, especially if it's your first shout out, I think you gotta, <laughs> you have to, right? <laughs> Um, yeah. Any special messages for them if they hear this interview? No, they're 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 the reason I'm doing this, and they give me the strength to do this. I work I work hard, long hard hours, and uh, but they make it worth it. Fantastic, family first, guys. Well, David, thank you so much for investing your most valuable resource with us here today. Your time. We're really looking forward to getting this interview out there. Um, I guess one more time. Any any parting words of, of wisdom? Just level up. I think that's the, that's the theme of my life right now. It's got to level up. It's got to keep finding opportunities. Got to keep growing yourself. And, and we're li we live in a world with amazing opportunities out there. So just got to make yourself able to <clears throat> able to realize them and able to take advantage of them. Yeah. Amen. Level up, guys. I hope we all leveled up today. I know I did. Um, all right. Well, there you go. Thank you for tuning in to Dream Chasers, Interviews with the Future. You were joined today by David Prail. Guys, we'll catch you in the next episode. Remember, in all you think, say, and do, take it to the next level.